Native New Life Fellowship of Anchorage presents Native New Life Radio. This weekly meeting features Alaska Natives sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Join us now for Native New Life Radio. Father, um, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for this somewhat smoky day. We praise you. Um, we ask for your blessing upon this service tonight and uh, lead and guide us through your promised Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm satisfied with just a cottage below, a little silver and a little gold. But in that city, the ransom will shine. I want a gold one, that silver line. I've got a man. Over the hilltop In that bright land Where we'll never grow old And someday yonder We will never more want But what the streets that Are here as gold We'll walk to Kansas 
a mountain railroad with an
Thank you. 
Jesus, I give you my heart and my soul. I know now without God, I'd never be whole. Savior, you open all the right doors. I thank you and praise you for first humble.
we'll go into our um, specials or testimonies of the evening and I'd like to call on um, Fred and his wife to come up and start the, start the specials. The song we're going to sing is What Will It Be Like to Be There? Speaking of heaven, and in John 14, 1 through 3, it says, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would, not, I would have told you so. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Isn't that going to be great? Home at last, heaven. Key of A. He spoke of the morning of an unclouded day With no sorrows or hardships to bear He said that where I am you also shall stay What will it be like to be there? He spoke of a life where we'd never grow old in the city he's gone to prepare He said that the streets will be paved with pure gold What will it be like to be there? What will it be like to be there? What will it be like to be there? Forever and ever in heaven so fair what will it be like to be there? He spoke of a trumpet when the dead would all rise And we wonder how long it will be It's written the scales will all fall from our eyes In the face of our master we'll see What will it be like to be there? What will it be like to be there Forever and ever in heaven so fair What will it be like to be there He spoke of forever where love never dies And the souls of love once will see Where the demons can't harm us and are met with demise how beautiful heaven must be What will it be like to be there? What will it be like to be there? Forever and ever in heaven so fair What will it be like to be there? What will it be like to be there? Isn't that going to be great? I can't wait to get there. Hopefully tonight. Well, I don't have any more left. Years anyway left in this old world. <laughs> Hopefully maybe another 10 at the most. Then I'm going to go be with Jesus and my loved ones. Thank the Lord. Brianna. Next I'll call on Nina Gorman. And after her will be Ada. Wakachangachik. <laughs> Nayang chikpani kanga, alak nikikam yuhunga, 
Chalilu Georgilu Chiklina Ilu Chiktutanga. I'm also Ben Harold Gorman's daughter. I'm Yupik Eskimo, German, Jewish, Irish, Russian. I'm all of that. I'm a Guruk. <laughs> praise the Lord. You know, I just want to praise God tonight for the family of God. The family of God. It amazes me over the years how as brothers and sisters in Christ, when we have the love of God, it doesn't matter if we butt heads every now and then or we disagree about this or that. We always come back together again because of the love of Jesus Christ. It's the love of God that changes people. And it's the love of God that brought me back when I, when I backslid away from God. So many times I had strongholds in my life. And I didn't even realize I had them. But they were the things, because I hadn't learned to trust God, that God could set me free and heal me. I would go back to that old, stinking, yucky lifestyle. And there was nothing there but death waiting for me. But God in his mercy did not leave me there. But he patiently waited and drew me back through his love. Praise the name of the Lord. I was going to sing God of the Mountain. But after that testimony, I'm almost thinking that I should <laughs> sing if that isn't love. I have a deep voice. I'm, I know how to play the guitar. I, I learned how to play about four years ago. I just told the guy. I paid him a lot of money. A lot more than I should have. Um, but he just taught me the basic chords. So when people say, I'm playing it in the chord of E or the G or the D, I have zero clue. I just do the basic minor chords so I could play gospel music when Jesus sends me out to the villages. But anyway, I have a deep voice so you guys could figure it out. All right. <laughs> these, these guys are the pros. He left the splendor of heaven Knowing his destiny was a lonely hill of Golgotha There to lay down his life for me If that isn't love Then the ocean is dry There's no stars in the sky And the sparrow can't fly If that isn't love a myth cause there's no feeling like this if that isn't love now listen to these words you see even in death he remembered the thief 
life hanging by his side well he spoke with love and compassion then he took him to paradise if that isn't love dry and there's no stars in the sky and the sparrow can't fly if that isn't love then heaven's a myth, and there's no feeling like this, if that isn't love, cause the God of the God is good. Our God is good. I don't know the God that is preached to you, but the God that's preached in this place, sung about and testified about, that God is our God and he is good. Amen. Amen. We're living in the last days. Amen. Pray for my my niece, my great niece, her name is Crystal, and she came from my hometown. She can't stop having seizures, so keep her in prayer. She's only 14, I think, and there's been an accident back at home, too, where my relative, my cousin's son, passed away, too, So, and then my other relative in Barris. So we have so many things going on to let us know that we're living in the last days. Amen. I'm going to try this song I haven't sung before. Thank you, Jesus, that we're here to lift you up, and only you that you're to be glorified. And we thank you for the storms and the trials we go through. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
I've looked around with eyes that couldn't see. say anything tonight, but I'd like to share something that I learned many years ago, and it seems to be relevant yet even today. I used to 
live in a reservation down in America. We had a old old man full of wisdom and humor. But one of the things he was telling me reminded me of how in our in Yapat culture we name somebody after somebody that just died. Some uh, child would be born after somebody died. But in their culture down there, when the baby is born, the man names the baby. And generally what he does, he goes out from the TP and what vision he gets is the name that he gives the baby. One day, a baby boy was born, and the man went out, looked around, came back in and said, his name is Falling Rocks, who was to become a warrior. He went out hunting as a warrior, and never came back. So they were out looking for him and and couldn't find him and it's been going on for quite a while. Several years ago I realized they're still looking for him. I was going down to Kenai with my wife Carrie and there's a sign on the road watch out for falling rocks. So they're still looking for the warrior falling rocks. Dry humor, but anyway, at least I tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm a kutak too. Um, in my ministry, I, I teach on discipleship. I don't call it discipleship, but I teach it as a word of God. Because I believe in what the word of God says that we need to stand on. And two scriptures that I'd like to share with you. One of them is from the Old Testament in Ezekiel chapter 33 when God told Ezekiel that he's going to name him the watchman. But he had to earn that right to be a watchman. And here's his instruction in Ezekiel chapter 33 starting in verse 7. It says, So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me, the people of Israel. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. 
but his blood I will require at your hand. If you don't warn other people by sharing the word of God, their iniquity is on your hands. Verse 9, Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. And I'd like to back that up in what it says in the New Testament, in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 17. And this is the one that I really stress on today because we sin daily, sometimes all day. Because we see sin and we hear sin and we do nothing. So James chapter 4 verse 17 says, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. When you see sin and you hear sin, pray. Prayers changes things. And pray for one another. We're all believers. And we walk in the light. So be the salt and the light for everyone. Deku. Thanks, everyone who shared. Um, before Oscar comes up to share the message, I'd like to invite you all to do our Native New Life thing. I'll just sing a chorus. Oh, where could I go? Where, oh, where would I be without Jesus? Oh, where would I spend eternity? I'd be lost in this world full of sorrow. You guys want to do our Native New Life thing? Oh, where would I be without Jesus? Oh, where would I be eternity? I'd be lost in this world full of sorrow. Without Jesus, where would I be? Good evening.
it's always wonderful to be back in um, Native New Life and um, as uh, um, Brother Dan mentioned I've, I've um, submitted my resignation as a, a Native New Life board member and there is that resignation but um, you will always be family as um, God's um, family of believers will always be there whether on this earth or someplace better those uh, bonds will never be broken and um, uh, it's been a very big responsibility and continues to be a big responsibility to um, share God's word. Uh, it, it's, it's never a light undertaking, God's word. And as Paul told Timothy, um, study to show thyself approved. Study. There's no shortcuts to it. And... Um, um, as that um, human saying goes, never say never. So, um, um, this isn't a goodbye or anything like that, but um, in hopes that um, we will continue to see each other, whether by faith or some way, somehow. And um, the position that I'm undertaking now is uh, it's another leap in faith. There's no other way about it. The Lord orders our steps. And it's a um, seminary staff position in, um, at the Mervian Seminary in Bethel, uh, where... More than anything, uh, I hope to learn a lot more of God's word uh, in addition to my responsibilities as the office administrator. So, um, and uh, Native New Life um, is in good hands and it'll continue to be a beacon of uh, God's message, His truth. And so uh, with that, let's say a short word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for this time and coming before your presence is always, uh, it's always humbling. You are the Almighty God who has compassion on his creation. You sent your Son, Jesus Christ. We are always thankful or that, that you have not left us drowning in sin, but um, through the saving work of Jesus Christ, you have formed your church. And Lord Jesus, you said that the gates of hell will not overpower it. It's on your truth and your church that uh, we remain grounded in that immovable rock our Savior our God our Redeemer and so as we come to 
your word, we ask that uh, you help us with the indwelling Holy Spirit that you sent to each and every believer to open our ears and hearts to your word, that we be strengthened and grow in respect to our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At in the beginning, uh, in the book of Genesis, uh, we read that um, God created and he declared his creation good and um, and we we have no doubt that all that is good comes from God and his creation is um, miraculous that no one can replicate at all whether that be the universe whether that be human beings or the nature the land and the oceans no one ever can ever replicate his um, the wonder of his uh, creation and when God created man. He didn't create a robot. He created man with a will. Where I I can believe in God and choose to walk with him. Or I can turn away and walk away from God and walk in the world. God created man with a will. He also created us with emotions. Um, we can be happy. Um, we, we, we can laugh and be happy amongst each other. Um, we can be sad and broken hearted and we feel those things as as human beings as a result of mankind falling into sin adam and eve Mankind feels the effects of that in all differing levels from from just being sad to being heartbroken where the tears are flowing. We feel grief over losing others we feel grief for our loved ones being lost in sin. We feel those things. And 
the impact of what happened to Adam and Eve and as a result all of us is very heavy and profound it's very real all we we can see the, the effects of it on an individual basis as a group of people as a family as a city as a state as a country as a whole world we see the effects of sin one one quote that um i always remember um when it comes to explaining the effects of sin was the former police chief of uh, Los Angeles a very big city and I, I I'll never forget what he said once that if anyone doesn't believe in evil or its source or its effects hasn't seen what I've seen over all these years as a police in a very big one of the biggest cities in the world and i don't know if he's a believer or not but when they say these things they just whether they intend to or not they they show that what god says in his word is real about the lastness of mankind about mankind falling into sin and the effects of it it's it's all very real and all these things that we see and go through the hardships of life the brokenness the pain can all be tied directly to the fall of adam and eve where it all started and god's word is very clear that where the source of that temptation is where it came from and how does jesus christ explain him or how does he describe him as god john chapter 8 verse 44 when he was speaking to the people the leaders there jesus said and this is really describing the devil you are of your father the devil and you want to do the desires of your father now here's how he describes him he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him whenever he speaks a lie he speaks from his own nature for he is a liar and the father of lies no truth in him zip none whatsoever that's how jesus describes him he also describes him as a murderer 
and we can sort of form that picture in our minds of this created being full of lies approaching Eve, talking to him. You will be like God. You will not die. From the father of lies. Ezekiel chapter 28. From verse 11. You had the seal of perfection. Speaking in the past tense. What he was. You had the seal of perfection. Full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden. The garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. Ruby, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper. Lapis lazuli, the tur- turquoise and the emerald, and the gold, the worksmanship of your settings and sockets was in you. On the day you were created, now check mark that, bookmark that. On the day you were created, Satan is a created angel, and they fallen one since that point. You were the anointed cherub who covers, and I placed you there. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked in the midst of the stones of fire. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. By the abundance of your trade, you were internally filled with violence. All the violence in this world can be traced to this, the source of it, Satan. You were filled with unrighteousness and you were filled with violence. And look at what's happening in our world today. And so the Bible is clear about how man fell into sin, how we're feeling the effects of it and the source of it, plunging in this world to darkness and chaos and strife and wars and killing and all the family hardships that are that is everywhere nowadays. Hardships, pain, broken children, broken families, Broken marriages. The pain is all there. And so, in this fallen world, in this fallen human race, all this pain and heartbreak, is there hope? Is there any glimmer of hope for anyone that in darkness right now that's hurting in pain not knowing what, where the next meal will come from not knowing where to run and hide from the family violence is there any hope 
or fix for that at all. From God's word, from from his perspective, Isaiah chapter 42, way back then, when the world was in its already in its fallen state, the world already in darkness, the world already in strife and turmoil, Isaiah chapter 42, verses 5. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. And I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations. There it is, that hope, that promised hope. To open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon, and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare new things. God is here promising his son, Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 3. Verse 8. The last half of that verse says, The Son of God appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. Praise God that he sent his son Jesus Christ. That he, he never failed in his promise to send Jesus Christ. To be the one and only fix for the pro, all the problems of sin in mankind. Praise the Lord he came. One of my favorite um, Illustrations is what Jesus said. And this is what I remember when I, when I prayed to every morning for our family members who need to come to Jesus Christ, our loved ones, our friends, our family. This is what I always remember when I prayed to him. When you read God's word day in, day out, You remember these verses. When the heart is broken, when when the tears are flowing, when all is hopeless, Jesus spoke this illustration. 
in Luke chapter 11, verses 21 and 22. But when a strong man, now Jesus is referring to Satan, the devil. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are undisturbed. But when someone stronger, then he attacks him and overpowers him. He takes away from him all his armor on which he had relied and distributes his plunder. Praise God that that is what Jesus Christ did on the cross and when he rose again on the third day was he took away the power of sin and defeated the source of it. Praise God for that. There's our hope. Remember when I asked a little earlier, is there any hope for all this brokenness in the world? From this world. There is no hope from this world. That hopes come from God. And through his son Jesus Christ. He breaks. The bonds. He overpowers that Satan. Remember. When we read that verse in Ezekiel. That Satan is a created being. Anything created is under God's absolute power. God has that absolute power. Remember when Jesus Christ came down to the earth, he temporarily laid aside his powers, his majesty, his glory, his power. He temporarily laid those things aside. But remember when he was going back into heaven, remember what Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. He was taking that back. It's that absolute authority and power that breaks the bonds of Satan. Yes, there is hope in Jesus Christ. There's many ways that God describes himself and When we're fighting our daily battles, my fav- one of my favorite descriptions of God is in Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three: "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort, who comforts us." in all our affliction so that we will be able to comfort those who are in the affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Not only does he set free and save, he dwells in us. How he does that we can't explain but he promised the Holy Spirit will dwell in each and every believer. God the Holy Spirit, 
How he does that, I don't know, but we can be absolutely sure of his mercies. That when he says these things, he does that. When he says he's with us, he's not right there. He's, he, he dwells in us. This broken, sinful human, his power is such that he saves us in, and he now calls us the temple of the Holy Spirit. can't think of any way that he can be any closer. The temple of the Holy Spirit. Hearts might be broken, tears might be flowing, but it doesn't change the fact that this is where God dwells. He needs in every believer. The temple of the Holy Spirit. So he's, he's with us. There is hope in Christ. Stick to his word. Doubts and fears assail us. Until the time that we're late, this, this earthly body is laid to rest, or until Christ comes, we're going to still fight those battles. And... Doubts and fear still assail us. Sometimes there's that direct whisper. Your prayers aren't going anywhere. Your prayers are worthless. You're not being heard. Psalms chapter 36 Psalms chapter 36, verses 5 through 9. And this is what we counter with God's word, the Holy Spirit. When we're being attacked with doubts and fears, this is what we fight with. Your loving kindness, O Lord, extends to the heavens. This is what overpowers that doubts and fears that come from the source of the temptations. Your loving kindness extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies, which means there's no human limit to it. To the skies, limitless. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like a great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. How precious. When we pray to him in our weakness. Lord, how precious is your presence. And the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of abundance of your house. And you give them to drink of the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Yes, this God's word describes darkness of this world. 
But Jesus is our great light. It's to that light that we go to. There is the light, that great light in the world, Jesus Christ. And so, even even in the face of hopelessness, when everything seems to be going wrong, or even in the face of when everything seems hopeless, God, that immovable rock, still remains. His power remains. Even in the face of hopelessness, we need to keep praying. Because God forgives He fixes broken lives. He forgives where healing is needed. He brings new life. And in his word he says, the old things have passed. They're past, not for us to go and look for them and go get them. They're past. God has thrown them away. Behold, all things have become new. Stick to that hope. In all the brokenness of our lives, pray. God is there. His loving kindness reaches to the heavens. He's with us and he'll never leave us or forsake us. Praise God, there is hope. There is hope in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we we come humbly before you each and every day. We love those times when we're able to just to be with you reading your word, talking to you, Lord, that I praise you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Lord, I'm feeling heavy-hearted. Or Lord, I'm broken over our loved ones. Lord, things are feeling impossible. Thank you, we praise you, that you are not a God who is far off, but you are near, you are within us. You are open to our cries, cries for help, cries for mercy, prayers for thankfulness. And you gave us the greatest of intercessors that can be Jesus Christ, our Savior. Lord, we just praise you for your mercy. We pray for native new life, that it will continue to be a beacon of hope to the world out there, that it will continue to teach your word the truth, that there is no salvation in no other name but in Jesus Christ. And all we need to do is turn to him and believe in him. 
you come to us and you save us just as we are. In all our imperfections and in our brokenness, and you give us new life, new hope. Bless the reading of your word. Strengthen our faith by your word. And we just ask now that you dismiss us with your presence, your peace, and guide us all safely home. Be with us all. And bless us all for your namesakes. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Native New Life Radio presented by Native New Life Fellowship in Anchorage. You can contact Native New Life by writing to Anchorage Native New Life, P.O. Box 231148, Anchorage, Alaska 99523. Or visit the Native New Life website at www.nativenewlife.org. Native New Life Fellowship meets Monday evenings at 7 p.m. in the Changepoint Auditorium in Anchorage at Raspberry in Minnesota. Join us again next time for Native New Life Radio.